Hello, and welcome to The Violet Vulture. My name is Emmy, and I'm your host, and I'm multi-hyphenate, multi-passionate, too much person. My work can best be described as an ever-evolving commitment to living well, dying well, and walking through life as sensuously as possible. You can keep up with me on Instagram at LaSuayEmmy, my website, SuayEmmy.com, or you can get added to my newsletter, The Inner Circle. I've also set up a little intake form for submitting any ideas or recommendations for this podcast. You can find that in the show notes. And I hope to keep seeing you on the internet. Another quick FYI, my official launch is mid-June 2022 to correspond with the full moon in Sagittarius, my sun sign. This won't be the last time I publish your content, but I do want to go ahead and begin to get some mini-sodes out there to address my most asked questions about me and this podcast. In today's mini-sode, let's get a little dark. Not that, you know, we haven't already been talking about some heavy subjects, but I do want to talk about my love of horror movies. Honestly, I almost opted not to publish this, but I'd argue that this is a part of my larger ongoing shadow work and therefore is now a requirement to share. Something that I know about me is that so many of the things that I feel drawn to and light me up the most in life I also feel like I should be working on detaching from my life, or more to the point, my public life. However, if this podcast is about addressing fear, fear of being seen, and I do want to work towards embracing my own darkness so I can better help others with navigating their darkness, I've got to walk the walk and be all of me. This is not a positive vibes only wellnessy place. We get vulnerable here, and sometimes our truth can scare us. So, yeah, let's get deep, let's get weird. In a way, my lifelong interest in death and what exists beyond the veil or things of that nature often felt like something that I might get over or find a more palatable way to discuss so I don't scare off polite company, or I could work towards making sure I center it as a holy thing and how it's important social justice work, and maybe then it won't get too morbid. And I did have the benefit of my cohort when I went through the death midwife training, was predominantly older Midwestern women. So yeah, I did find appealing ways to begin to engage in a dialogue on this otherwise taboo topic. Horror, however, is a trickier beast. (laughs) There's definitely a tonal shift that happens when, say, You're at a post-pandemic party and it's very obvious that I can't keep up with all of the MCU riffing. And as someone who has no chill, is incapable of lying, I feel compelled to explain why I can't keep up and what I'm actually into. And then it feels like I'm pulling a kind of like double cultural offense. Coming out and saying I prefer horror movies feels like I'm airing out a dark family secret. I still will occasionally feel embarrassment, whether it's real from the people around me or self-imposed because I'm worried about offending them. You know, we don't talk about Bruno and we don't talk about our favorite timelines in the Halloween franchise have kind of the same energy for me, which is wild because I owe so much to the genre, yet I feel I need to try to be quieter about it or save up all of my spooky juice for October. 
and that I can finally go hard the way I wanted to every other month out of the year. But I knew I couldn't keep living like this when for a few years in a row, October would come around and then I'd get sick, things would get busy, commitments fell through. I'd begin to get sad and I felt like I wasn't maximizing this like hall pass before I had to go and pack everything up November 1st or 2nd and then switch over to Christmas the way that we do. I've been in a horror podcast twice now. Shout out to the calls that are coming from inside the podcast. So I think I was pretty recently forced to confront this fear of being seen as a horror fan mindset. I knew that these sound bites of me nerding out would be permanently on the internet. So the cat would be out of the bag, but I really needed that push. I do this to myself a lot. I find it's better to say yes to the uncomfortable thing before you're ready or when you think you're half ready, because honestly, your perfectionism, your shadow, your self-doubt, they will all contribute to making you feel like you can't move forward. And what even is ready? I'd argue that we're probably never ready. It may feel lonely when you strike out on your own or own the hard stuff or finally come out with what you do like, but you're not responsible for anyone else's feelings. Cutting off parts of yourself to please other people is no way to live. Shifting gears a little bit for those that I haven't scared away completely at this point that aren't fans themselves. You might be wondering, why do you love them? How could you love them? And what's the appeal? There's a lot there, frankly. The entertainment value, some are horror comedies, some are so bad they become horror comedies. There's the drama or like the guessing game you play with a new movie where you're trying to guess who the killer might be. You're trying to figure out the plot twist. In this respect, I do feel that being a horror fan has made me a stronger storyteller because you have to have confidence in your voice and you have to have a strong sense of how it ends so you can continue to spend the rest of your time writing your story, creatively misleading your audience. I love horror because it's fun and exciting to be scared in a safe, controlled environment, especially with like your friends or your partner, your husband. Also, going back to the concept of a shadow, I reflect a lot lately on the mirror archetype and how valuable that is for individuals and communities. That someone or something can reflect back the lights and darks and help guide people along their way. While we hope to look in the mirror and see exactly what we want to see, honoring our darkness can include peering into what scares us and that makes us powerful. Some of the most popular and successful horror films that are out there today are these meditations on what's happening in our society that demand change. I know that a lot more people are seeing themselves reflected in horror films. Like when we think about Jordan Peele, we think about going back a little bit further, George Romero. There are just so many wonderful directors of color out there that have gotten their due, that show us what we are afraid of as a society. On a lighter note, it truly is fun to be scared. <laughs> and horror has made me a more empathetic and resilient person. Studies have actually shown from consumers around the halfway mark of 2020 that horror fans appear to be navigating fluctuating anxieties of the pandemic a little bit better than their horror-averse friends. So a powerful tool that one can gain from horror movies is that it offers a type of practice space for fine-tuning emotional behavioral strategies that can then be applied to other kinds of stressful situations. 
it really does give you good perspective. Horror is good for so many things, and while many of the naysayers out there want to just keep it light or think there's enough serious stuff going on, there are plenty of us out there waiting to be seen, waiting to share what we find so enthralling about the Scream requels. You know, let yourself like things. <laughs> Give yourself a chance to find your people. I promise you they're out there and they can't wait to watch Hellraiser with you for the hundredth time. And if you don't know where to look, I can assure you there are people out there who want to live deliciously right alongside you. That's all for this one, everyone. If you enjoyed today's episode and want more of what I'm throwing down, first of all, thank you so much. I love that for you. Secondly, go ahead and give us a stellar rating and review wherever you're tuning in from. And go ahead and subscribe and share this episode with even one buddy you think would benefit from the Violet Vulture. Again, you can keep up with me on Instagram at LostWayEmmy, my website, SoyEmmy.com. And you can get added to my newsletter, The Inner Circle, for first-hand updates, launch info, and subscriber-only discounts. I hope to keep seeing you on the internet. That's all for today, friends. Thank you for tuning in to The Violet Vulture. Bye for now.